The MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet $100 to get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions do apply. Welcome to the MMA Gambling Podcast and Sports Gambling Podcast Network episode 302 is going to go out to Cedricus Dumas. He he, he, uh, he needs to pick me up right now from what I've been hearing. Thanks for coming to the show. That's a very deep cut there uh, for, for MMA nerds. I'm on your host, Jeff Chalks Fox. Uh, this episode is all is for MMA nerds. It's the PFL Challengers series. Uh, my co-host, who is the king of picking regional fight cards, actually picking Non-UFC fight cards, he's the king of. He's also the king of night of UFC picks. He's uh, very good at nailing prop bets or or live bets uh, as fights are going on. So, um, But we're going to put him to the test, PFL challengers. And I think first he wants to toot his horn, toot toot about how he did. Uh, uh, we forced him, gun, gun to his head. We forced him to pick, make Bellator picks this past week. And apparently he did good. So we're going to bring him in. He's going to tell you how great he did. And then we'll move on and tell you about how to make some money off the challengers series. It's one and only Gumby Vreeland. Hello. Yeah. So you you guys uh, put a gun to my head, yep. literally and figuratively. Uh, told me I had to pick five. The fans said Bellator. That the fans in our Discord, which by the way, get into our Discord. Great bunch of human beings in there. Uh, SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Discord. Uh, they said they wanted Bellator, not PFL. Uh, so I gave you five Bellator picks. And by God, if I didn't hit all five of them. No way. Uh, That's because you were very chalky. Well, I was chalky on four of them, but I did take the underdog uh, in the Peter Quelly fight. Uh, I said Peter Quelly was not going to be able to uh, hold off the upset. And uh, he got himself knocked out with a pretty vicious Bryce Logan elbow. Um, So a guy, by the way, this is the best part of it. The only dog I hit was a only a plus 130 or plus 135 underdog, depending on when you got him at. he was 0-4 in Bellator. He was fighting a guy who once fought for the title. Still only a plus 130 or 135 underdog. And picks up the cash with the uh, with the finish. But yeah, no, he, he looked great. Uh, I said I liked the value on Amazov, uh, who was fighting Logan Storley. That number got elevated as the week gone. It, you know, like, he, he looked incredible. We got... Uh, we got Jeremy Kennedy at damn near even money when we were picking those fights. His number ballooned and he looked great. Like, yeah, dude, like every single, I, I don't think I even sweat a pick on that card. Not one. Uh, and once again, if you were in our discord, I actually gave you two bonus picks and went seven and oh, cause I told wow. you to take, I told you to take underdog Richie Smolin, uh, who picked up a nice dog win and favorite Jenna Bishop. Uh, and she also looked good. So yeah, like five and oh, officially, I'm not going to, not going to steal those other wins out of there, but uh, that brings me up to uh, if you bet a hundred dollars on every single one of my regional fights that I've given you guys all year long, you would now be up eleven hundred dollars. Uh, yeah, because hey, who knows regional MMA better than this show right here? 
and it's only we're only two months into it too. Um, that's why this man has his own shirt in the SGPN store. Um, and also good news, uh, when we recorded, you had I gave you Logan at plus one fifty five. So oh, look at that! Yeah, he only wound up like plus one thirty or one thirty five. I listen to you. Yeah, uh, we we move lines, right? Hashtag we, we move, move lines. lines. That's another shirt that needs to get into the store at sportsgamblingpodcast.com uh, store for sure. Um, all right, so Bellator in the books. Uh, did you watch Bellator? Because I did not. I'm like, I can't be bothered. It's free and it's on YouTube up here in Canada, and I still <laughs> can't still can't be bothered to watch it. I did watch the Richie Smolin fight because I generally okay. like Richie Smolin. Um, and then I peeked in and out uh, during the main card while I was watching UFC. I watched a round of Amazov versus Storley and I was like, oh, I see how this is going. I'm going back to watching Trevor Peak throw hammer fists um, because it was just like it was so one sided, like Logan Storley didn't belong in there. So, um, yeah, so I, I peeked in and out. But but no, I was mostly in on the UFC this weekend. Yep, exactly. I, I can't multitask and watch multiple multiple events, especially if one of those bells are come on. Um, all right. Um, I'm going to tell you about our friends here that are keeping us in your ear holes four times a week before we get into our picks. That would be WinBet. WinBet is the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays, a.k.a. WinBet's Build Your Own Bet. March Madness is almost here, plus plenty of ways to win getting down on the NBA, NHL, and XFL. Set up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100, limited to state availability, and, of course, for Degens only, if you hit the biggest long shot probably of the week, you get a thousand dollar free credit. So much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. So they know we sent you that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And the SGPN merch store continues to add new items to the store every day, such as I saw a... First half under his shirt, uh, because that is how you make money in the NCAA tournament. At least in the first, I'm not sure if it's for the full tournament or not. You have to listen to the main flagship. I think it's, show. I think it's the first two, two rounds. First two rounds, okay. You, you got to bet first half unders. And we have a shirt to remind you in our store. So make sure you head to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com to get your favorite shirts, hats, sweats, and hoodies. Okie dokie. Um, we told you how smart Gumby is, and now we're going to give you uh, we're going to put him to the test once again. PFL Challengers Series 14, a.k.a. what? Uh, PFL Challengers Series 2023 Week 6. They're smarter than the UFC. They know don't put a fighter's name in the title because that fighter may get food poisoning during the event, and then you don't, won't have graphics ready. Um, so they're just going to call this Week 6. And it's happening on Friday, March 3rd, my mama's birthday. And it's hopefully she'll be watching it. It's at 9 p.m. Eastern. On Fubo TV, that's a thing, right? Fubo TV. It is. If you're in our, if you're in our Discord, there's other ways to watch it. Uh, <laughs> no, come on now, you're gonna get a shutdown. Uh, I'm not sure if it's on Fubo in Canada or if it's on YouTube in Canada. I, I don't. I haven't watched it. Okay, I'll admit it. Um, I should though. It is happening at Universal Studios in Orlando, Florida. It's in a cage, sadly, and it's four bouts. We're going to break down all four of them for you because we're so great. We'll give you all four. Uh, we're going to start. Actually, they're all, I was going to say, we're going to start at Featherweights. They are all Featherweights. That's the way they're doing it. Uh, all the same weight class on every show. Vikas Singh Ruhil versus, how do you say that name, Dan? Igu Cabeza? Igu Cabeza. What countries are we talking here, Dan? South Africa? 
Um, so Ruhiel is from India. Right. Yep. And then um, Cabeza is from. Man, he. I think he's from the Congo. Cong- yes. I think he's from the Congo originally, but I think he trains out of South Africa. Okay. Got it. I just want to know by the names, and I couldn't tell by uh, the one flag. It was the Congo flag or Cong- Congo. Yes. All right. Cabeza is smiley. Does he smile a lot, Dan? He is pretty smiley. More than smiling Sam. Smiling Sam's kind of fake, though. Is he? Is it a natural smile? He he's gone now, so we don't have to talk about. It. <laughs> we don't mention that name anymore. All right. Smiley he also Cabeza. beat he also beat Peter Quelly, who we talked about. Already. Oh, that's right. That's right. All right. Smiley Cabeza is fifteen and two, six knockouts, four submissions. He's been submitted twice, so both his losses are via submission. He's won three straight and seven of eight. He's won four straight via finish, so the last four wins are all via finish for him. He was a regional champ. 2013, he's been fighting professionally in MMA. Don't have any lines yet, so Gumby will give you his Gumby lines. Sing Ruhil is 12 and 6 with one no contest. Two knockouts, seven submissions. He's been knocked out three times, submitted three times, so he's been finished in all of his losses. 7-0-1 over his last eight. Won his last fight via submission. He's not fought, however, since February of 2020, so we're going on three years. He's fight at lightweight. He's fight at welterweight. 2012, he's been a pro MMA fighter since. Over to you. So this should be the easiest fight to pick on the whole card. Pick Cabeza. Um, I'll give you the very simple breakdown here because Ruhiel clearly seems to have like some sort of rudimentary grappling chops based on his last couple of wins. And and granted, it's against very low level competition, but like that's very clearly where he makes his bread and butter here. But if you've watched him on the feet in any of his earlier fights, he's he's really poor there. Um, his jab. I, I know we made fun of Trevor Peak for having like a hammer fist overhand right throw. His jab seems like it's not with the front of his fingers uh, or his knuckles. It, it seems like he's he's almost punching with like a flat hand, like like a cat pawing at something. And also, I've seen him lose a couple of fights. Um, you know, like I, I went back and actually watched his losses. In those fights, I'm not sure he threw more than like three jabs before he was knocked out in like four minutes. He He's really overly patient on the feet. He's not confident in what he's doing striking. And he's up against a guy who, first of all, very long. Cabeza is is a very, at least he fights very long, right? He, he's... He's five foot nine, so maybe not the longest uh, featherweight in the whole world, but like he fights very long and he's got incredible knockout power. And that's not even where he comes from. Like he comes from a wrestling and jujitsu background. So if, if Ruhiel is only weapon seems to be his wrestling and his jujitsu, I think he's going to be worse than Cabeza there. And I think he is going to be so out of his element on the feet because you know, Cabeza both being left-handed and throwing that left high kick and with the counter left hand and like the strong right jab, I, I think he's just going to absolutely overwhelm Ruhiel. I'm going to pick Cabeza here. If he's less than negative 500, first of all, I'll be shocked. Second of all, if he's right around that number, parlay fuel, if he's under negative 300, I'd say just don't hesitate. Just put it down the money line. Get as much as you can on it because, like, he is going to steamroll Ruhiel here. 
Where's the line going to be, though, Dan? You're jumping all over the place. Where's the I, I, I said negative 500 is probably okay. where it would start. Yeah. Gotcha. And Gumby said something funny in that breakthrough breakdown. I don't think you realized it. And it's going to be the name of this episode. So you're going to have to wait and, and, and see what you you're say. Not gonna, you're not going to even tell me, huh? Nope. You got to wait, oh. wait and read it when it <laughs> drops. You just wait. Uh, all right. Let's go to Featherweights again. Ego, who's kick, who's kitsch, who's kitsch versus Gabriel Alves Braga. What's who's kitsch's flag? I'm not recognizing the flag. Bo- space. Bosnia, Herzegovina. Bosnia. Yes, he's the Bosnian dragon and he's up against a Brazilian. I know that flag. All right. Uh, tell you about the Brazilian first. Alves Braga. Eight and oh with four knockouts. Used to fight down at Bantamweight. Four years younger than who's kick, who's that should be a hard name, but it is who's kitsch. And he's four years younger and he's three inches taller. The Bosnian Dragon, Huskic, eight and five, four knockouts, two submissions. He's been knocked out once. 0-1 in PFL. He's lost three straight fights. He's not won since September 2020. Was a regional champion. Used to fight at lightweight. Used to fight at middleweight. Wow. And now he's fighting at featherweight. And that is it. Uh, I think Alves Braga is going to be your pick. Go ahead. Yeah, Alves Braga. <laughs> How'd I know? Yeah, it, neg- I'm going to say negative 350 favorite, and that number will probably balloon Squash up. Matches. Um, take t- take Braga and Cabeza in a parlay. That that's probably a safe thing to do. You're probably going to get it at like negative 200 on the combined, or a little bit below that. But it, it'll be worth your money because here's the thing about Husic. Um, when he's Husic, I'm pretty sure Husic. it's Husic. Um, because that's how how Bosnian dudes say their name, but I, I could be wrong. Um, his, his chin flies so high when he strikes, like it's almost like he's worried that a counter is going to come, so he starts leaning away before the the counter even comes, and that just that just picture your chin up, and it, it's almost like counterintuitive what he's doing. Um, and also even when he is defending strikes a little bit more smartly, he, he just he leans away from strikes. He doesn't. He doesn't move his head side to side. He just kind of leans back and hopes his height takes care of business. Um, he's not a great wrestler. He slows down as fights go. He jumps on guillotines any chance he gets. Like, there are so many things I don't like about Husic. And then you turn around and you look at Braga. Braga, huge power. Uh, he was fighting out of, I think it was UAE Warriors was the last fight I saw him fight out of. Um, in, in like two seconds into the fight, he had already dropped his opponent. Now, granted... That opponent wound up surviving for the whole fight, and Braga wound up winning a decision. But he's got like a very sharp one-two. Everything comes straight. It's right down the middle. It's perfect for a guy who just like leans away from strikes. He's gonna wreck that guy. And then in addition to that, maybe not the best submission skills, but really good control on the mat and like really good like setups to submissions and like gets them in bad positions. So. This should be a squash match. Cabeza and Braga should be two of the easier picks you've seen on this season of uh, PFL. Both both should be, in my opinion, two of the easiest contenders for this contract. And this was the, the teaser you said yesterday about a guy who uh, has bad defense and does something weird, right? Yeah, but it just leans away from, yeah, from that's strikes. That's good, when, right? Yeah, when, when you should be ducking in and out or using your <laughs> footwork, he just like leans away. And against the guy who throws like a mean one too, it's just even more of a problem. That's a problem. All right. Co-main event, Nate Kelly versus Zachary Hicks. Both those names, I can say, I recognize the flags. We got a Irishman versus an American, right? Right. That's that's correct. The American, <laughs> Mr. Hicks, eight and four with five submissions. He's been knocked out twice, submitted once. He won three straight and four or five. As for Kelly, six and two, three knockouts, two submissions. He's been knocked out once. He's won six straight fights, two straight via finish. 
He's not lost since May of 2018. One known PFL, one known Bellator. Was a regional champ, and he's eight years younger than Hicks. Uh, I'll say Kelly is going to be the pick. So Kelly is going to be my pick. Here's the thing, though, I'm going to say. I think P- Kelly is going to be larger of a favorite than is worth playing here. Okay. Um. So, so like, I, I am going to pick Kelly officially. I'm going to say you're probably not going to want your money on him because I think he's going to come in at, like, negative 225. And I think this fight is really close. Um, If you look at their styles, Kelly has got some wrestling, but he's not like a technically good wrestler. Like when you look at most of his, like the wrestling and jujitsu that's worked for him, it's like high body lock takedowns. Um, He's very physically strong. So that like helps him, but it's like a lot of like muscling body lock takedowns, Greco style bullshit. Uh, that, that doesn't seem like it would work against anybody who could actually wrestle. And the thing about Hicks is he can actually wrestle, um, from a technical standpoint, I think he's a better wrestler. He's got a nice double leg takedown. The problem is, is I think he's just so much slower when it comes to the striking. Um, so like if it did wind up a grappling match, I think you could see Hicks win, but like Kelly, first of all, way lighter on the feet, he bounces in and out, but he's got sharp kicks and he's got incredible knockout power. Like he is, he he's what you want in an Irish prospect, right? Like an Irish prospect with big knockout power. He's exactly what you're thinking. And, you know, Hicks, I've seen some like very slow leg kicks that kind of bum me out that they're as slow as they are. And maybe he's not playing as good enough defense. Um, I, I watched a fight where his wrestling was looking very good. And the second round started off and he was just getting like clipped on the feet until he could get the wrestling going again. So like, the fact that Kelly is physically strong and like can work in a clinch really well, I think he stays off of his back and this winds up stalemating out into a striking match. So I'm going to pick Kelly for that reason. Like I think Kelly should be able to like stalemate it out, keep it on the feet, win a striking match, maybe even knock him out. But I will say if it does turn into a grappling match where somebody gets the upper edge, I actually think Hicks has probably got like a little bit of an advantage there. So if this does wind up in the negative 200 round, stay away from this fight. If it winds up down near a pick'em, like his, which is where I think it should actually be lined, you know, like if if Kelly winds up at negative 135 or negative 140 or something like that, I wouldn't mind a bet on Kelly, but I, I definitely wouldn't play play him the closer and closer it gets to negative 200. And you think that's probably where it's going to be, right? And I think it, I, I think it will be there or even larger because it does seem like. It does seem like Irish dudes get like a huge bump for some reason, right? It's almost like, like the most famous fighter of all time, MMA fighter of all time, is from there or something. It's yeah, weird, right? Yeah, especially <laughs> one with knockout power, right? Yeah, like yeah. you know, like that that kind of just goes hand in hand. So like, yep. I, I think his number is going to be inflated, and uh, I, I personally, if it is inflated, I'm going to stay away. It's those damn fighting Irish stereotypes, Dan, rearing its there, ugly head again. There, there it is. You yeah, hate to see it. I do. Uh, all right. Before we move on, I'm going to tell you about Underdog Fantasy. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog is your home for offensive and offensive. They have nothing offensive there, let me tell you. Off-season, how about NFL best ball drafts? But they also got you covered with a ton of other daily fantasy games, including NBA, NHL, and PGA. Underdog Fantasy is a great way to get down on your favorite player props if they're not available in your state. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to 100 bucks. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. All right, main event time. Bri- Brian, it's Brian is his name, right? Brian's it's, it's, it's Brian. 
<laughs> E-R-A-H-Y-A-N. They accidentally added an A-H into his name, Dan. It's it's a wild name. <laughs> Brian. Brian. Zurcher. And the last like the last name's not bad enough. You gotta name you gotta spell it like that too. Poor child. No wonder he's a fighter. He's fighting David Evans. This is a US versus US battle. Um, no interesting countries in this one. Sorry. Uh, Evans, five and one, one knockout, two submissions. He's been knocked out once. He won his last fight. That's all I got for him. Zurcher, other than the fun name, four and oh, two submissions, two and oh in PFL, two years younger than Evans. Um, Zurcher is the pick. Am I right? Nah, I'm going to go. So I think Zurcher is going to be a favorite. Yeah, I'm chalky. So there you go. But I, I think I'm going to go with Evans here. And it's because, so first of all, I'll say Evans plus 180. Um, let, Let's say, you know, a pre, yeah, pretty, pretty decent sized one. I, I'm going to say for Zurcher, the thing that is, he's worked in his favor in his fight so far is that seem to be above average when it comes to wrestling, both offensively and defensively. He works really good at stuffing a takedown. He's got his own takedowns, but those takedowns typically shine through and are having their brightest moments when his cardio shines. Like I, I think his biggest attribute is his cardio. As fights go on, people tire out more than him. His wrestling and his jujitsu kind of take over. Like I, I watched uh, you know, because I actually haven't seen that much Brian Zercher. Uh, and I went back and I watched his fight. Uh, it was the one against Scotty Stockman, who was in PFL. And he, he didn't look all that good early on. He, he was backing up all the time. He kind of wound up on his heels all the time. And then Stockman kind of like ran out of gas. And he wound up on his back for two rounds and, and won a decision. And I think that that was mostly because Stockman was tired. It was less about whether or not Zercher was a Zercher was a better grappler or not. And against Evans, I don't know that he will have such a cardio advantage that it will take over the wrestling. Because first of all, Evans is actually probably a better wrestler. Like he he's got like big power doubles. He's good at locking his hands. Um, it, it's very clear that he maybe had an amateur wrestling background that I'm not entirely aware of, if not college, probably high school. Um, his, his defensive striking maybe isn't as good as Zercher's. Uh, I, I think Zercher's probably maybe a little bit sharper striking, but w- with the fact that Evans is like the better wrestler, I think can probably not worry so much about the cardio because the other thing is even if his cardio does die down, he's like, one of those guys who has that like sudden explosion in him at all times. Uh, that's, that's sort of David Evans being like a big, you know, strong dude. And I think he's going to use that against Zutcher. I, I think Zutcher is probably going to wind up in the clinch. He's going to try to think that his cardio or his wrestling is going to carry the day. It's going to fail him. He's going to just wind up on the bottom of a lot of these exchanges. And you're going to see David Evans kind of take over and uh, show why he's better in the grappling department. So while I, I think Zutcher should be the favorite um, based on his record, based on kind of what we've seen of him, he's coming from PFL. We, you know, the, the people of PFL have seen him before. I, I think David Evans both has like looked better and possibly has faced better opponents too, right? Like this is a guy who, who comes from Titan FC and Shamrock and FAC and LFA. And like, th- this is a dude who's come from a lot of good organizations and has tons of amateur experience through IMMAF and has fought some like 
really legit dudes in that organization too, like Kevin Atividad and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, yeah, give me um, give give me David Evans here is probably a decent underdog. Are you fading the name? Brian Hercher. <laughs> I do hate that name. Uh, also, I'll just say to David Evans coached by Dean Thomas, and I love me some Dean oh, Thomas. Another name that's spelled incorrectly, but okay. I do like him as well, so that's good. It's Dan. Dan Thomas. It is. Many, it, it does he look be like. so annoyed being called Dan. I'm sure his whole life he's been called Dan. Pro- probably. Probably. I have, I have interviewed him before. Uh, I, did call, I did call him Dean. Um, well, that's his name. So yeah. that, is his, that is his name. Yeah. <laughs> All right. There are your winning picks, everyone. All right. What more do you want from us? That, that's enough. Uh, we'll be back Wednesday, Thursday with your UFC. What are we at? 285? Is that what we're up to? That's it. Yes. Blowout. So only 15 more before uh, Jim Miller can get to UFC 300. He's got to hang in there. 15 more events. Uh, I think he's got it. Yep. I think he's got it. All right. You got your picks. Get in the Discord. Talk about any sport you like. Well, we usually hang out in the fights channel, but we have a Discord. We have a channel there for everything, even non-sport things. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Uh, Twitter, SGPN MMA. Gumby runs that for us. He's also Gumby Vreeland, and I'm at Jeff Fox Writer. I got a Substack, moneymma.substack.com. Get in there. I have lots of interesting things on there already, if I do say so myself, and I have a lot more plans uh, coming up very, very soon. Uh, Gumby's got the Top Turtle on the podcast. Do you want to want to preview who's on it this week or you want to wait? Sure. Uh, I'm talking this week with uh, Baby Shark, Tabitha Ricci, uh, who's getting ready for her fight with um, she's fighting Jessica Penne this week. And yes. I also talked to Mana Martinez, who's fighting Cameron Simon. Leo Mana Mana Martinez. Very good. Yeah. Top turtle on me. Listen to that and all our writings and everyone's writing some podcasts and discounts and uh, giveaways are at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Boom. That's it. Gumby's going to take us out of here until we're back on Wednesday. All right. I'm Dana Gumby Freeland. He's the Bosnian dragon, Jeff Fox. And we will see you on Wednesday.